Hey guys, this is the Small Business Big Stories Podcast, and I'm your host, Brittany. This podcast is for all my millennials itching to start their own side gig or wanting to go full-time with their side gig and just needing that extra push. I can personally relate to wanting to start your own business, but having a ton of fears. One of them being entering a saturated market. So really, uh, when entering any sort of market, you could really call it saturated. It doesn't matter which market you enter into. The thing about it is, is that nobody's doing the business like you are and bringing that unique approach like you are. And this is what me and my next guest talk about. This woman is an absolute powerhouse. She didn't only start one business, but started two businesses during the pandemic. And we are going to talk all about entering a saturated market. And I put that in quotes on purpose. Uh, we talk about really finding ourselves through entrepreneurship, as well as uh, really owning, having multiple streams of income and the importance of that, especially during this time. So stick around and, uh, and let's get into it. Hello, Hannah. So Hello. To see you. Uh, it's so good to be here. I'm so excited to do this with you. Yes, very excited to see you. Very excited to have you on the podcast uh, and talk all things business. Hannah is honestly in 2020 for all that it brought to us, whether good or bad. Uh, she has definitely proven that she can go above and beyond and conquer anything. And she is doing that through her businesses. So Hannah, uh, I, you really can do this better than I can. So if you want to give everybody a little taste of who you are and a little bit about your businesses. Yeah. Okay. So my name's Hannah. I'm from small town, Ontario. And uh, I have a really interesting kind of balance of businesses. So I started a business uh, with Arbonne International. So I'm an independent consultant and district manager with them. Uh, and then I kind of took to more of an entrepreneurial side and started my own candle company called Needless to Soy, uh, I guess around December. So the end of 2020. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> So that's actually how you and I met is through, uh, through Arbonne. Mm -hmm. And it's really funny because, well, it's not funny, I would say, but it's really interesting that you can speak from an MLM. So a multi-level marketing uh, business and a business that is solely your own and that you've started from scratch. Mm -hmm. So maybe talk a little bit to the differences in between the two. Yeah, definitely. So when I started my business with Arbonne, it was perfect because I knew that I wanted to do something, but I didn't really know what that was yet. And I knew that I was capable, but again, didn't really know where to start. And so the beauty of working for a network marketing company, um, again, I can only speak for Arbonne. I can't speak for them all, but with Arbonne specifically, it literally is a business in a box. So you have all the products, all the training, your own website, you know, all the support and all the customer service, it's all in this lovely little package and you just get to go out and make the connections. And that was so great because if someone like 
had said, yeah, no, go design a website. I'd be like, whoa, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, and alongside that too, it really helped kind of just like gain my confidence in terms of, you know, being active on social media and kind of making those connections. And then when I was ready to spread my wings a little bit more and take on more, I felt way more comfortable um, and more sure of myself because with network marketing, we really focus on personal development and in business in general. So I kind of worked through a lot of my um, growth and then felt sure enough to kind of start my own take on more. Not that I necessarily knew what I was doing, but I now had kind of the confidence to be able to take on more and be open to learning how to do more. I relate to that to a T because <laughs> uh, I feel like Arbon did the exact same thing for me. Uh, you know, with the incredible community that we uh, are connected to through Arbon, it definitely provided me and contributed to my self-confidence and the growth of my identity. It really showed me how much personal development happens within a business and it helped my fitness brand flourish and take off like I wouldn't have imagined. Like before Arbonne, I would have probably laughed at someone who said, you know, in a year from now or two years from now, you're going to have a business of your own. You're going to have a fitness brand of your own. And after Arbonne and being involved with Arbonne, being involved, like, like you said, with the incredible community and having that business in a box and getting comfortable with making genuine organic connections with people through health and wellness, uh, which for those of you who don't know what Arbon is, it is a health and wellness uh, company. And making those connections that way really helped to translate into a business that I started from scratch. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your business that you started from scratch? Yeah, okay, so I'll give you the little background story because um, I think it's very cute. Um, maybe that's just because it's my story. Maybe no one else finds it cute. No, <laughs> so about, I want to say four years ago, um, I asked my grandma for some candle making stuff. And the company that I, I now get my supplies from has this really cute like starter kit where you can make like five or six candles and they give you like all the wax and the colors and a couple scents and whatever. Um, and I was like, yeah, why not? Like, I'm not artsy at all mm -hmm. and I was like okay but this kind of seems like something I couldn't mess up so I was like you know what it's just a gift if I don't like it I don't like it I didn't have to put out any money for it but I like loved it I loved being able to like create something and like I did that like you know you go to like paint nights and of course like my best friend's an art major and she's like oh, do, 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 and I'm like I don't even that doesn't even look like a flower like I am just not artsy right but the fact that like I made this and then like other people wanted it too I was like oh huh. um, so I just honestly started just making a crap ton of candles in my apartment because I just love doing it um but then as time went on my inventory just grew so big so innocently that I was like maybe I should see if like people 
want them. And I posted on Facebook, like, hey, a couple times, like, I, you know, I have some candles and I was selling them like super cheap. Like, I really just needed to get them out of my space. And it just took so well, like, better than I expected. And I mean, it was great. Like, I, I, again, I wasn't really expecting that kind of outcome that I was like, oh, okay, this, this could be a thing. And then it was born. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like through your, uh, through your candle business, Needless to Soy, uh, which I love the play on words, by by the way, uh, (laughs) it is so cute, so clever. I feel like you really put who you are into it even with like the marble detailing and the play on words and just the development of your website and email list, it screams Hannah for sure. And I think that's what's so cool, sorry, um, is that you do get to kind of, that was the one piece that I really like about the entrepreneurial side is you do get to, you know, make all those decisions and, and make it exactly how you want. Um, And I think that's so cool. Like I get to decide everything. I get to decide what the website looks like. I get to decide what the labels and all the branding and all the scents are. And and I just think like that's that's really cool. But then it's also nice when I do put on my Arbonne hat and I'm like, oh, good. I don't have to make any decisions. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. And you and you just sort of feel like the product speaks speaks for itself and uh, and you can make connections based on that. Like you said, a Mm -hmm. business in a box. Uh, and you get sort of that relief when you, when you put on that Arbon hat. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's talk about COVID a little bit and how okay. COVID sort of helped pivot you uh, and your business sense. And yeah, just, just sort of speak to how maybe COVID sort of played into the decisions that you made in regards to business, in regards to uh, entrepreneurship do you think with COVID you would have even delved into needless to soy like what well, I know with with COVID it, it really triggered a lot in people some good some bad uh so yeah maybe speak a little to that yeah I think it definitely did play a role so I mean, I like to be busy. <laughs> That's no surprise, but I work seasonally at the golf course right now and I'm a full-time student and then run my Arbon business. And then I was like, well, now and what? Like I'm one more thing. <laughs> yeah. So I, I was done at the golf course and I still had had school, which is very um, like it's not as time consuming as most programs, which is fine. And I was like, oh, I got to do something else. And so it was a really good positive. I kind of want to say distraction and use of my energy to be like, oh, I don't want to deal with anything in the outside world. I got a website to build and I've got branding to focus on. Um, so yeah, without COVID, I probably would have had a different job that would have been year round. And I don't know if needless to soy would have definitely come into fruition as, as soon. Um, but it's definitely been like, yeah, it's been an inkling that I've had for a while, but I don't think it would have come into, into play if, if we were in the world that we're in today. It's so interesting because I've had this conversation with many people and I feel bad sometimes saying 
COVID was almost the best thing that could have happened to me in terms of entrepreneurship and my journey Mm -hmm. with that. And I feel like just based on what you just told me that you share that you share that sentiment Mm -hmm. and definitely, and it's, it comes with a bit of guilt because there, there has been so much sadness and so much loss with this world that we're living in now with this pandemic. But I also feel as though it has given people a chance to grow, to flourish, to take, to take chances that they may not have otherwise and to adapt to, to the scenario that we're in. Mm-hmm. I definitely felt like a lot of people kind of took this time to tap into whatever gift they had and and share it because now they had, you know, more time that was able to to be used for whatever. And I mean, I definitely, like I said, I, if I didn't have the time, if we weren't living in the world we were living in and, you know, I had this free time, I probably wouldn't have made candles. I would have been like, I'm going to go hang out with my friends or I'm going to go whatever. Like I would have just not focused on anything that was, I guess, a productive waste or waste of time, productive use of my time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. And I feel like, especially with COVID, it definitely put into perspective the importance of having multiple streams of income and having passive streams of income where you can literally be sleeping and making money at the same time. Mm -hmm. And especially within our age group as well, I think as millennials, we have tapped more and more into things that other generations, I mean, I don't know about Gen X and Gen Y, some of these kids, I'm just, I'm like, oh my God, when I was, when I was 17 or 18, my mind wasn't even on the things that some of these kids' minds are on, but uh, I mean, they are, they are the future. And some of the things I've seen, I'm, I'm just like in awe of good and bad, mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but uh So yeah, what I'm thinking is, is that, you know, with this sort of world that we're living in, do you think that having multiple streams of income is somewhere where you're sort of happy to be at? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I'm lucky because I really love my job, like my seasonal work at the golf course, I do love. Um, And I feel like even if I had a million dollars, I would still work there because it's just a fun place to be. Uh, but, <laughs> but I think there is so much value in, especially so initially when kind of the world shut down, I did get laid off. Um, and, you know, my parents were still working and my boyfriend was working and everyone else was working. And it was fine because it's not like right now I have a ton of bills to pay but it's so nice now to think like wow okay so I'm I'm not working right now and I can still get a little bit of comfy money from my two businesses and more and I think that's something that um when talking to fellow business builders in my life and that's the beauty of kind of having your own business I mean there's tons of tons of benefits and perks but one of the things is it's really limitless so great that I started with candles but I could really 
build in terms of product or service that I want to offer. And I already have the platform to do it. So, you know, if I wanted to add, you know, a, a course of some sort, like a personal development course, or if I wanted to add, you know, an income producing podcast, I could, like, I already have the foundation and the following to do it. And it does, it just opens up the possibilities tremendously. So I think that's really cool too, is just because you've started somewhere doesn't mean you're stuck there. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. And I can personally relate to that as well. Once you open up the doors of entrepreneurship, it is endless. And when you, like you just said, you start in one place and then all of a sudden, all these ideas just start popping up. Uh, collaborations start to happen. You start to really make connections within your community uh, in terms of business builders, like you said, in terms of maybe other fellow candle makers uh, or fitness trainers. And it really is endless. The possibilities are endless. And that is what is really exciting. It's almost like, uh, it's almost kind of addicting, like getting tattoos. You know how people get like addicted to the pain? Like, I'm like, yeah. Do you know what that's like? (laughs) (laughs) But I'm like (laughs) addicted to like, ooh, okay, what else can I create? Like, again, because I'm not an artsy person, but the fact that I've created something that people like, that's like, that's my high, I think. (laughs) Yeah. No, I, I totally agree with you. If there was something that you could tell another 20 something year old, uh, I'm, I'm still a part of that bracket for a couple more months, (laughs) another 20 something year old, uh, who is itching to start their own side gig or make their side gig into their full-time gig, what would be something that you would tell them? Yeah. Okay. So it's packaged in the story for you. So earlier when I had said that, that this has kind of been an inkling for a while. So uh, back when I was just making a crap ton of candles for fun and I was in my lovely apartment with my boyfriend at the time, he was always like, you should just make candles. Like you should sell them like you. And that's just who he is. He's a very big dreamer. God love him because I'm not a dreamer, but he's like, you should do it. You should sell candles. Look how much this candle company sells. Like, and he was just going, going, going. And I was like, yeah, but like, look how many candles are on Etsy and look how many, like everyone knows someone that makes candles. Same like everyone knows someone who's a photographer. And I think that held me back. Like imagine where I could have been if three years ago, I was like, yeah, let's just do it. And I think, again, coming into that personal development piece is the fact that just because it's been done doesn't mean that it's been done your way. And that's that's kind of what I've talked to some people about is, you know, right, we all know a, a photographer saying, so when I was like, well, I need photos for my website. Yeah, I know a bunch of people that could I mean I could get my mom to just take photos of me um but I just knew another Arbon consultant that that does photography and I wanted her because I liked her right and so that's the thing is people initially buy in for you so just because they know of Joe Blow who sells candles in whatever in Kitchener doesn't mean that they're gonna buy from Joe Blow in Kitchener 
they are like, oh, I know Hannah, I'm going to buy from Hannah or like, oh, I just like this style. And it's not even just that person. It's then their whole network um, that they're connected to. And I think that's just like the really cool thing. And that was definitely something that held me back is, is thinking that it was too, I guess, saturated of, of a niche or a market. And so many people. Yeah. Yeah. I think so many people can relate to that. Sorry. Um, I think so many people can relate to that. And just thinking that, yeah, I don't want to enter into this business because there's so many other people already doing this. But Mm -hmm. like you just said, and you said it so perfectly, nobody's doing it like you. You will bring your own flair, your own sass, your own take on candle making uh, or photography or fitness training in comparison to anybody else. And the people who will come to you, they will come to you because of you. Mm -hmm. And I feel like they'll come to you second because of your service. So first because of you and second because of the service that they're actually coming to you for. Yeah. They stick around for, for the service and the quality of your product, but the initial, you know, hook is you because you are the business and people are supporting you before they support your product or service. I love that. I love that. Okay. We are going to get into our last segment of the podcast. Uh, We are going to get into a lightning round of questions. There's only three questions and it will really be like a one or two answer sort of deal in terms of a response. Are you ready? I'll try and keep it short. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So one word that describes your business vision. Joy. (laughs) No, I love it. That's awesome. Love that. Okay. Second, your number one business role model. And I'll let you elaborate and say why. Okay. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Another fellow business builder that I actually went to uh, middle school and high school with her name is Victoria. Mm-hmm. and her company is called elephant in the womb play on words she has a lot I know she's so fun um she does a lot of work around uh reproductive health and rights and is just a really like good oh, yes you have told me about her yes she's a really good uh businesswoman very creative and unique and it's just been so helpful with every little business question I have which is I think great because you know it's like that song like when you get to where you're going turn around and help the next person Um, and so I hope to be that for someone in the future but she's definitely definitely a, a good good role model awesome okay last but not least okay when lockdown is over now I know in Ingersoll Things have started to open up. Yes. So where will be, or if you have gone already, where was, or where where will be the first place that you have to go to once for free? (laughs) 
or if you're already free. Yeah, okay. So today I went to four different home sense in winter. <laughs> four. Four. Oh, God. And what did you and buy? I bought? Uh, okay, so at Winners, I bought some clothes, but I mostly bought uh, home decor, specifically marble. And every time I went to the cashier, they all looked at me the same, like, oh, crazy marble girl. And I'm like, yep. <laughs> Our marble section is out of stock. Yeah, they just have a sign now. It's like Hannah was here, and that's why <laughs> there's nothing there. <laughs> okay, so went to HomeSense and Winners and bought all things marble and some clothes. Yeah, I didn't even need the clothes. I was just like, well, I'm here. Yeah, <laughs> you know, first sense of freedom, gotta buy a new fresh outfit. Yeah, every girl's dream. <laughs> well, I want to thank you so much, Hannah. It was so much fun and so great to hear a little bit more. I mean, I know we've known each other for a little bit, but it's so great to know like the nitty gritty details of the mm -hmm. development of Needless to Soy and your start into entrepreneurship. I'm so excited to see how things flourish for you in both businesses. Now, where can people find you? Good question. So you can find me on Instagram first at Needless to Soy. Uh, and then I also do have the website. It's needlesstosoy.com. Very simple. Awesome. And guys, these candles, I have them lit all around my house, in my kitchen, in my office, in my bathroom. The scents are so creative. The names are so creative. And you definitely get a, a sense of who Hannah is through these candles. I love them. And uh, thank you. An order is coming soon because I need more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Hannah. All right. Have a good rest of your day. <laughs> Bye.